good Monday morning. This is Dustin Hobbs of the California MBA. Welcome to Connect, our weekly podcast featuring one-on-one interviews with movers and shakers in the mortgage industry. We've got a great guest today, someone that I've wanted to have on the uh, podcast here for quite a while. Is a an old friend of the California MBAs and mine, so I'm really looking forward to a great conversation today talking about sort of the future of the industry and where we're at now, and I think he's going to have a really interesting perspective for everyone to hear. Uh, but before we get into that, I want to thank our sponsors at Incelerate. Incelerate's the uh, leading mortgage lead management CRM and engagement platform, and it helps lenders close more loans by increasing efficiency gains across sales, marketing, operations, management, and they just announced, uh, actually last week, the uh, first of its kind mobile app. Uh, the groundbreaking mobile app features full lead management, lead distribution, click to call, inbound call routing, first call automation, and two-way compliant text messaging, and provides access to critical loan information without having to use a laptop or log into their LOS system. It also empowers loan officers by intelligently distributing leads, managing pipelines, prioritizing their day, automating best practices, and personalizing the borrower's journey all from the mobile app. So for more information or to catch a demo, visit Incelerate.com or call the number at the uh, that's listed in the description below. So before we get into our conversation with our guests today, I want to make sure and toss it to Susan Malazzo, our CEO, who's got uh, this week's uh, weekly video update. Susan? Hi, this is Susan with the California MBA here with your weekly video update. This week, we're talking about our Western States CREF conference that will be happening virtually September 9th and 10th. We're very happy to be welcoming back our own Mary Ledgen, who's been very popular at this conference for many years. Uh, she's, of course, Director of Global Research at Heitman and always does a fantastic real estate market update for us. We're also welcoming John Chang, who is National Director of Research at Marcus Millichap, who will be giving our economic update. Also, uh, panels that will be talking about um, the current market, as well as the impact of COVID-19 on the commercial real estate finance industry, which, of course, has been um, significant. Uh, for our keynote uh, speaker, we'll be welcoming uh, radio personality, comedian, author, and podcaster, Adam Carolla. So don't miss an opportunity to hear um, what's on Adam's mind, and we'll be um, very happy to be welcoming him as our keynote speaker. Visit our website today and register so that you can get our conference experience kit. So that's gonna be a package that we're gonna to send to you. It's gonna have some fun logoed items from our conference sponsors, as well as some drink recipes for our reception. We'll be touring the SoFi Stadium virtually, as well as some codes to win prizes throughout the event. So please join us for this year's Western States Craft Conference. That's it for this week, and we'll see you next time. All right, thanks, Susan. Looking forward to a great conference here uh, coming up with some uh, great guests and uh, speakers. So I think uh, everyone, everyone's got some good information there to uh, check out and make sure and visit the uh, conference site for more information. All right, let's jump into the conversation. Today, I'm excited to welcome Dave Zitting. Dave's the uh, co-chair, co-founder, and chief lending officer of Avenue Technologies. He's a, a former board member of the California MBA. He's, done, he's actually, the, his, some of his ideas still live on today. Dave is uh, sort of the, the brainchild uh, when he was on the board of our Mortgage Innovators Conference, what became the Mortgage Innovators Conference. So I'm really excited to hear what he has to say. He's got a great mind on uh, technology, innovation in the industry. So welcome, Dave. Thank you. I'm glad to be a part of it, Dustin. It's good to see you and thrilled to be a part of it. Yeah, yeah, it's great to see you as well. So uh, let's start at the beginning. Let's start with your background. What, uh, you know, how, what's your journey through the mortgage industry? And uh, how did you end up uh, starting Avenue? 
Uh, yeah, journey through the mortgage industry is started in it when I was 17 years old, processing loans, uh, grew up in the operations side, became an originator, did that for 10 years, and then uh, I was a founder and uh, co-founder and CEO of a national mortgage bank called PRMI for 20 years. Absolutely enjoyed that. That was a blast. And um, uh, and then I uh, sold that business a couple of uh, my interest in that business a couple of years ago and just saw this new opportunity in the industry in modernization of the of the housing experience for consumers um, when when buying a home and and uh, and what we call um, single point event transactions. So really kind of steered my career towards uh, modernization, technology, um, consumer experience, and and uh, we've been focusing on that now here at Avenue Technologies for the last couple of years and really excited about it. Well, if you want, I mean, by all means, let I mean, give uh, for folks who out there who aren't uh, maybe familiar with Avenue, I mean, give us the sort of the, uh, the elevator pitch. Great, absolutely. So uh, one of the things that we've recognized um, is that consumers are being educated uh, to, um, uh, they, they have a new set of expectations as they've been educated in all of these other consumer experiences that they have. Um, a good example of it is Amazon. You can go onto Amazon, get everything you want, and you can hit a button, and all of a sudden, this uh, whatever it is shows up at your doorstep. That is a perfect example of what we call a single point event transaction. You hit a button, and all of these millions of gears in the background are happening for the customer in a whole bunch of different realms. And they end up with this result, this end result. And that end result uh, has become uh, a requirement of theirs as they've been making decisions as to any other way that they uh, purchase things or do things as a, as a consumer. We can see that obviously in Amazon, but we also see it when they want to go from point A to point B. We see it when they want uh, food delivered to their home. We see it when they want to buy a car or when they want to uh, rent a home or a hotel anywhere uh, in the world. And so really quickly, consumer expectation is changing and it's really starting to change in some really complex areas of their decisions. And now they have an expectation that that's changing when they buy a home. And, and as we know, um, we look at uh, the housing industry as a whole is actually made up of a lot of different industries. Um, you've got your the finance aspect of the industry, you've got the, the real estate sales uh, aspect of it, you've got the insurance, uh, the what I call the unplug out of your old home, plug into your new home um, aspect of it. And this ends up being, there ends up being really great technology and process in each one of those siloed industries, but often the consumer has to find that wherever they entered um, the industry, they have to kind of navigate through those other silos. So we wanted to be able to um, supply a platform that allowed for consumers to have a single point event experience. And we wanted to, at the same time, respect the nature of the industry. This is a very emotional transaction. Um, that creates specialization, right? Specialists, all of us uh, real estate agents and, real, and mortgage loan originators and, and title folks and all of these specialists in the industry. Well, that also creates um, these specialists working together and um, it's a relationship-driven business. So we wanted to be able to weave 
and respect the relationship side of this industry while at the same time supplying the consumer this single point event transaction. And the culmination of that comes together in the product we created, which is our IntraLend uh, platform. And, and these uh, generally are installed into large and prestigious real estate firms. And it allows for that exact thing to happen. It allows for the agent and the consumer to have choice, but to create a single point event transaction while at the same time being an open market platform and respecting all of those relationships that are built. Um, we wanna weave into the way that professionals do their business in the industry, not try to change it. And, um, and it's been a lot of fun. It's, it's been a lot of fun to, be, um, uh, to work on this riddle. And we believe that we have successfully done that and, and we're on a great path right now. Well, it's exciting to see uh, see it uh, develop and and uh, sort of uh, um, you know get uh, propagated in the market here in the uh, in the coming years for sure. Uh, I, along those lines, I'm curious to know just from a you know operation standpoint, from uh, your standpoint as someone who's founded a couple of com uh, companies in the real estate and mortgage uh, side of the business, what's the biggest challenge that you found in starting a tech business uh, uh, as opposed to a lending business? Well, and and we actually approached the technology side of this um, starting with the the human equation in the industry and so one of the first you know i would say challenges that we ran into is we're very contrarian to kind of the typical maybe silicon valley uh sort of tech thinking and 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 that is number one the 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 staple of our platform is really based on the fact that that people this is a people business that um, humans cannot be disinter disintermediated out of this um, out of this transaction. It's a very emotional transaction. It's a very complex transaction. And as folks are unplugging out of one home and plugging into another, um, it just really gets to the heart of a whole bunch of emotional things and so so we see where um technology in the housing industry in a whole lot of ways has been focused on trying to automate and trying to make things happen um, without people we believe that people are a mainstay uh, in this industry and so we wanted to start from that premise and we wanted to weave the technology around that so that was that was um you know, just explaining that <laughs> to the technology world, um, you know, was was the first challenge. And then the creation of that and developing the dynamic uh, platform that we did that that um, supported that was was a big lift as well. And we're confident that we've been able to achieve both. And it's it's just fantastic to see uh, something so elegantly weave into a professional's career but yet they can have this really fantastic technological experience um, along with their customer as well and to see that weave together. So that was probably the first hurdle um, that we needed to get over as we recognize the see a need, fill a need opportunity. Yeah, well, and you know, I think you're totally right that I mean that is the the big challenge that uh, we just again just had our mortgage innovators conference and you know you see that with a lot of uh, tech companies that is the struggle is trying to you know mirror that great technology and still have the human aspect and the user experience get that right 
and make sure that you don't build this great system that you know a user can't use or you know an LO can't use or an Asian can't use. So you know, right. I think you got the right idea there. Start so, with the start with the human and and the, the the human aspect of our industry and and then and then work from there. That has been that has been one of our strategies for sure. I think start I think starting there is the right move. I think you're right. Um, so this year, though, obviously, I mean, it's been a, uh, to say the least, a challenging year, you know, even beyond just starting a new business and getting that off the ground. How has the pandemic changed your uh, your strategy or your focus? You know, how has that affected you guys? You know, um, interestingly enough, you know, we started the company virtual. So as we have been deploying this out, um, virtual has been a big part of our entire strategy. So in, in some ways, there's been some real benefits. Uh, instead of having to explain to people how to download Zoom and, 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 and some of these other virtual tools that we use like Slack and other things like that, um, everybody is aware of it now. <laughs> so everyone got thrown into the deep end of the pool. So both from uh, a customer stand, all of our customer constituencies being a large real estate brokerage, a real estate agent, maybe a, a loan originator we're recruiting into the platform or a mortgage loan processor. What's so great is um, they just get that, they're super comfortable with it now. Um, we've been a blend of both uh, inner office and remote work. And so uh, the training on that stuff is just that, you know, that has been one silver lining. Uh, from a challenge standpoint, I would say, uh, you know, and most of our business is purchase business because um, we work within the real estate firms. Certainly, refinances um, come through our platform, especially with these incredibly low interest rates. We, we definitely have seen an increase in refinances. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I would say the biggest problem that we've had in our growth um, is just available talent. You know, people because you know there's just so many. You know, 66% of lender pipelines are refinance. And so everybody's busy, you know, but we've been, we've been very fortunate. I'm super grateful because we have a real, we have good momentum now, we've got a great um, process in which we bring folks in and introduce them to the platform and what the career opportunity is. So we finally got some momentum going there, but that one was, that one was a definitely fastball thrown at us. That one changed everything as all of a sudden everybody's pipelines filled up really, really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. That was some fastball with some high heat on it for sure. Yes. Um, question for you. So you mentioned rates. Uh, obviously, rates that's you know what's uh, helping drive uh, the little refi uh, boom that we're in right now. I shouldn't say little, the huge refi boom we're in right now. Um, are there any other? What are the sort of the, the key uh, economic indicators that you keep an eye on these days, aside from maybe rates? Oh man, I I tell you what, I yeah, we watch. In, in, in the space that we're in, we certainly watch very closely um, what's happening with the consumer psyche related to their confidence in buying and selling a home. And um, and 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 so when we look at that, and and again, we are so fortunate to be working with these absolutely incredible and prestigious real estate um, firms. They're just outstanding, multi-billion-dollar-plus operations, and they. And we have access to just some really incredible data and real and some deep understanding of what's going on there. So, so we're really embedded in understanding what's going on there. Um, obviously, this um, this issue with COVID has got its um, you know its challenges within that. Um, these interest rates 
obviously um, have consumers thinking different things. So there's a whole host of things as we sit here and watch this and you know what is going to happen in the months and 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 just the next couple of years ahead as we see um, us obviously get past the COVID thing. Um, we then will start to see uh, more clearly how deep is the hole in the economy that we need to fill? What are all the, the ways that that will happen? Will it psychologically heal faster than it will um, through fundamentals? What will that do to the psyche of the um, housing consumer? And will they um, still find comfort in that sell and that buy? Um, it's it's a massive industry, and you know we see it change from year to year. You know, half a trillion to a trillion, which is an amazing, which is just amazing. It's but it's still, gap. if you look at the you look at the very worst um, years, you know, post some of these um, crises that we've had over the last 50 years in the housing industry, and it's still just this gargantuan um, amount of volume and, and industry. So from that standpoint, um, it you know, we're working to get our percentage of market share, working with the right people. Um, but at the end of the day, it you know, it is important for, more important us for us to understand. How will these um, economic um, changes in every aspect—employment, interest rates, um, um, uh, inventories, home inventories—you know—and all of these things—how is that going to impact the decision that a consumer is going to make? And and what do we think the forecast is going to be based on that? And so we're kind of really watching some really global um, numbers and some big things, um, not as not as sensitive with interest rates um you know if you're running a pipeline and 66 percent of it is refinance you're definitely watching that that rate a little bit closer we're really wanting to watch find out hey if rates go up a quarter you know what what is that going to do with the consumer making the decision on this home that they want to potentially buy and this one that they want to potentially sell so those are the things that we're really really focused on and, um, and it's the first time in my career that I've had that kind of hyper-focus in that way. And it's been really interesting. And there's some really interesting things happening, um, but it looks to me like, you know, we even with this challenge that we've had with COVID and we'll undoubtedly see more foreclosures, we'll undoubtedly see some unknown um, results of this from market to market to market. But at the end of the day, um, we we have a you know pretty substantial inventory issue, and you know this you know some of some of those numbers will um, create more inventories, but at the end of the day, structurally, um, we're not building enough homes. There's not enough space. There's a lot of regulation that keeps A and D from happening effectively, and and I think that um, I think that you know structurally we you know we there's still going to be demand um, on on the sell, so um, those are the things we're watching, and it's and it looks pretty good. We think the next couple of years, we try to only look out that far, and you know beyond that, even that's difficult. <laughs> but we think that there's still really good demand. We think interest rates are going to stay uh, pretty low. We think that that needs to happen for some time, and and uh, the government's going to continue to help support that. So um, so I think we got a, a pretty good market ahead of us. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're right that uh, you know. I think if anything, the last year has shown us it's that predicting out anything more than maybe like the next week the is, next, uh, <laughs> is a scary proposition. 
yeah. so uh, let's good. let's pivot here for a second. I'm curious. Uh, you're uh, you know you you've sort of taken off that uh, that IMB CEO hat and you've put on your you know uh, you know tech CEO hat. I'm curious to know you know sort of maybe putting back on that uh, IMB CEO hat for a second. Where do you think we are on uh, the mortgage tech side? And, uh, you know, just maybe from your, your previous experience at uh, PRMI, I mean, do you think it's a matter of, is do we need more tech out there? Is there a, like a gap somewhere where we don't have the right tech? Or is it just a matter of companies need to do a better job utilizing the tech that's already out there? It's, it's probably more of the latter. Um, there is just some absolutely incredible technology firms out there. and and. You see what they've got deployed um, in the marketplace, either through um, uh, either through sales or through pilots and different things like that. Imagine what they have going on in their back room. Um, imagine what is going on that is beyond alpha, beyond beta, and is actually um, becoming more real. And 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 I can tell you that that there's a Russia technology that will come into the industry regardless of how lenders are deploying it or not, we're going to see a lot of lender silo technology. Um, and there's some really incredible stuff out there and there's some more to come that's just mind boggling and data driven and lots of automation and lots of different things. We kind of a, approached it a little bit differently. We definitely see a lot of technology being developed in silos. So we see technology being developed in the lending silo or in the real estate silo or in the unplug and plug back in silo and those sorts of things, insurance and, and, and what have you. Um, what, what we wanted to approach is we wanted to approach it from a consumer experience across all of the industries um, and, and approach it as more of a housing transaction um, than a mortgage transaction or a real estate transaction or an insurance transaction and, and really um, look at it that way. So one of, one of the ways that we approach this in deciding on our technology and as we look at other technologies that are being developed is um, if you were to ask a customer, surveying the customer at the end of the day, how their experience was, we tend to survey them at the lender level, at the real estate level, at you know all these different things. Well, we should be asking one simple question at the very end of, you know, when they moved into the home. Did you enjoy buying buying a home? We ask them, did you enjoy your mortgage and your technological experience there? Yes. Did you enjoy um, um, working with your real estate agent? Yes. Did you enjoy? Did you enjoy? Did you enjoy? And what we need to ask is is just a, a simpler question. Did you enjoy buying a home? Um, and, and quite often that answer is unfortunately no, because of we've got these siloed technologies and we're making these amazing improvements in these areas. But again, we need to work together as an industry to bring these technologies together so that we can supply the consumer, again, what we call a single point event transaction, where they feel like this is happening in a very organized and consolidated fashion but yet at the same time, respecting the fact that we've got these specialists because it's an emotional transaction and we have specialists that help manage those emotions. Um, and, and so I, I think if, if, I, if I had a IMB CEO cap on, my objective would be how do I 
take what I'm doing here at my lending firm and all this great technology that's supplying the consumer um, this experience on the lending side, how do I integrate that in the rest of the aspect of the in, of this of this transaction of this housing transaction, which is the real estate firms technology, which is um, the title firms, the insurance industry, the unplug and plug back in. How can I how can I bridge some of that so that I can ask my my customer a, a more um, uh, important question at the end of the day? Did you enjoy buying a home? So you're saying That's almost you know, expand the definition of a transaction. Think of it more than just the mortgage transaction. It's the entire process of buying a house from start to finish, not just the lending in between. That's exactly right. You know, and we see we see individual businesses that um, have successfully, to some degree or not, provide everything under one roof. Um, but that's one firm, and that's one capability. Um, what we want to approach is we want to a, a, approach it in an open market platform. We want all the lenders and all of the firms to be able to work together. Um, but at the end of the day, the consumer still ends up having a feeling that this all happened in a single point event, and it was it was it was managed and and I was guided through this um, experience. But I still had the ability to um, to shop, and I still had the ability to um, um, enjoy these amazing technologies and all of these different aspects of the transaction. But again, to your point, there's a lot of really amazing, amazing transaction or excuse me, technologies being created in these silos. And we're going to be flooded with a lot of those, um, over the course of the, um, months and years ahead. Um, what I, what I'm hoping that we see as an industry is a coming together of these technologies and 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 an, with an idea with a concept that says um we've got to be able to respect the nature of our industry there's a lot of components to it um i believe that there always will be and if we can find a way to come together and supply the consumer an experience um, that at the end of the day they felt like they didn't have to navigate through a whole bunch of different things um independent of each other i think that the you know we will uh, achieve the goal the big goal that we're trying to achieve with technology and um there's a lot of work being done out there uh dustin it's really fantastic what's happening out there and i think we could talk more i think all the different siloed industries within housing could communicate together more um i would love to see um, I would love to see a conference based on technology that was made up of all the industries, the lending industry, the real estate sales industry, the title industry, and the um, 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 home services industry. And, and, and that there was more work to, being done together, there was committees being developed and those sorts of things. Um, because at the end of the day, a lot of other industries have accomplished that. You know, you could, a consumer can go have an experience in so many other consumer-related ways. Some of these dang cars out there they buy are about a third or half the cost of their dang home. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and yet they can just have that feeling and it can all happen in such a consolidated experience that they come out of it and they're like, yeah, that was fun. That was okay. It, was, it wasn't so bad. The car suddenly shows up at your doorstep. Yeah, it's crazy. That's exactly right. Along with everything else. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, let's you know, let's uh, project out then. Um, let's say in in uh, a uh, um, idealized world that all happens, that there is a coming together of the industries. What does that? How does that change the borrower's experience? Like maybe five years from now or ten years from now, what does the borrower from start to finish? What does that experience look like? How is it different? Well, our goal, um, and I'll just share what we aim for. So our goal is for a consumer um, to, um, where, now we focus on um, where the consumer enters the market, which we call consumer point of entry. Um, we focus on large prestigious real estate firms. Um, and, and, that's, and, and we see that that's a very viable and ongoing successful entry point for the consumer. So, so where they enter the, the market, um, we want the experience for them to feel like this is where I started and this is, this is where it completed. I'm going to share an analogy here really quickly. When, uh, when you buy a car, you can, you can go online, you can shop, you can have it delivered, you can do all sorts of things. Um, and there's all of these different um, entry points. Um, one very successful ongoing consumer entry point is auto dealerships. Why? Because it's a very tangible item. It's an emotional transaction as well, to some degree, not as much as a house, but it, but it is. And people want to, you know, drive the car. They want to smell it. They want to feel the brakes and the acceleration before they, before they sign on the dotted line. Well, auto dealerships found out that, and if you look at a, the purchase of a car, there's a lot of, there's a lot of that. Uh, a lot of these um, siloed industries that are involved in that transaction. Well, there's obviously the car. Um, but then you've got a loan and then you've got insurance and then you've got maybe upgraded wheels and tires. You've got a clear bra, you've got an undercarriage coating, you've got gap insurance. Um, you may want tinted windows. So there's all these different things that are supplied by different businesses and by different industries. Well, the auto industry via um, uh, auto dealerships really understand the power of single point event transaction. A consumer walks in and they buy the car, they finance the car, they um, they get everything they want for the car and they leave three hours later and they felt like it all happened there. Now the magic was is that they designed the business so that multiple businesses were actually working to supply the consumer that experience. We're a big believer that that is possible and we're actually doing it every day right now um, within the housing industry, but there's a trick to it in the housing industry. We have to respect the fact that it is a relationship-driven business. So when we install a technology platform within a real estate firm, when the consumer comes in, our goal is for them to feel at the end of the day that, you know, I came into um, Remax Associates and all of this happened and when i left i felt like it all happened here however what the firm was able to do down to the individual real estate agent level is they were able to leverage and utilize all of the professional relationships in the marketplace to supply that consumer that experience without them feeling like they needed to go from silo to silo to silo to silo and, and so that's one example of it. There's many examples of this, and it really also depends on where the consumer entered the market. 
Um, you can look at some of the largest lenders in the in the industry, and that's where they entered the market, and they are creating the rest of the experience around it on their point. And that's great. That's exactly they're aiming exactly right. We're aiming at this particular entry point, but at the same time, auto dealerships found out in the 70s that if the consumer had to leave the dealership to go get financing, there was a good chance they weren't going to come back or they were frustrated. Well, we want to be able to have a consumer get to the end of a transaction, still leveraging all of these important relationships with lenders and title folks and insurance folks and service home services folks. But at the end of the day, when you ask the consumer a question, how was that experience? They can say, oh, it was great. I, I had competitiveness. I had choice. Um, everybody was there when I needed them. And I really never, never had to go try to figure anything out. It, it all showed up as I needed it. That, that's where we're trying to get to. And, 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 it, and it, it's not an easy thing to do, regardless of wherever the consumer is entering the industry. Um, whatever that point of entry is, you've got your own basket of challenges. Um, this, this happens to be our focus. And, and so I, I think the future is about supplying the consumer that outcome, being able to ask them a question, did you enjoy buying a home? And the feeling that they had was they weren't lost and they weren't stuck in a maze. The feeling that they had is that um, it, it went smooth. And they and as they had concerns or questions, those were quickly answered because they had a central point in which all of these different um, specialists um, were able to operate together. And, and they felt like they didn't have to go to different worlds to do that. And, and, and yet still respect um, the nature of our industry and, and brilliant people that make impossible transactions possible. Every consumer shows up with a basket of emotions and a basket of unique things about them. Um, they're four C's of finance and so does the property and so does everything else. So each one of them is, is an, an island on its own, um, but, but um, the consumer can still have that experience. Um, and we're proving it every day and we're really, really excited about that. But I, I think that, um, I think that we will see the industry aim for that objective. Um, technology platforms will learn to talk to each other better. Um, businesses will learn to communicate and talk and work together better. And at the end of the day, it's truly abundance out there. And the businesses that work together that figure this out first and the consumer ends up with that experience, I believe that that's where the consumer will go. And I believe that's modernization of our industry. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I think there's a lot, a uh, lot to be, a uh, lot to be said there. Obviously, I think you and I could talk, you know, endlessly about this, and and uh, I think there's a lot for uh, folks in the industry to sort of chew on there. And so I will, uh, I'll leave it at that. Uh, Dave, hey, thanks again for giving us some time today. I know you're busy, and so I really appreciate you giving us your thoughts. And and uh, I always, you know, appreciate the way your mind thinks and you know your forward thinking about uh, where the industry, you know, can and should go. So thanks again. My pleasure. It was an honor to be a part of it, Dustin, and I'm excited to help uh, CMVA out is, uh, in the future as well in any way that I can. And congratulations on the great conference and everything you guys are doing. I, uh, it's By the way, it's just amazing um, some of the heat-seeking missiles that have been launched um, at the California housing industry and the, and the work that all of you uh, have done and Susan and the team and everyone is just thank you so much for the amazing efforts and all that you guys do. It's fantastic. Well, I appreciate that, Dave. Thanks for the kind thoughts. 
Um, so if you enjoyed the conversation, make sure and uh, you can subscribe to us here on our YouTube channel, or we're also on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. And then we'll be back again next Monday for another episode of Connect. We'll see you then. Mm -hmm.